0: Stress makes you gain weight and it also makes you overeat. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show, where you'll learn how to get your mind right so that your body will follow. I'm Trudy Stone, certified culinary nutritionist, TV guest expert, and author. After self-hacking my mind and body to lose 30 pounds, I now help busy, overwhelmed women use stress as their superpower so that they can rise above it and become more calm, resilient, and physically fit. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show. This is culinary nutritionist, Trudy Stone, and I am so grateful that you tuned in today. So look, have you ever found yourself feeling ravenous after dinner? Nighttime snacking is a huge problem that affects a lot of people and can sabotage both your health and your weight loss goals. For a lot of people, eating late at night or even before bed is probably something that feels good or even feels comforting to you. And that's because you've made nighttime snacking a habit. Now, your brain likes habits because it makes things easier. And it's something that I talk about in my book, Unbreakable. I'm also going to talk a little bit later more about habits. So here is why you can't stop nighttime snacking and four things you can do to fix it. I'm also going to share some healthy nighttime snacks if you absolutely can't stay away from the kitchen at night. All right, so nighttime snacking tip number one, you need to understand your trigger. So it probably looks a little bit something like this. Maybe you plopped down on the couch after putting the kids to bed and you reach for the remote to put on your favorite show. Grabbing that remote is your trigger. And that triggers your brain into thinking, hmm, it's time for a snack. It's an association that your brain has made. So what you need to do is create new habits that will help you to eat healthier. Now, there are five common habit triggers that I talk about in my book, Unbreakable, but one of the most popular ones is location. Okay, location. So before I got a handle on my bad habits, I always kept cookies. I was a cookie monster, y'all. Okay. I always kept cookies in plain sight on my kitchen counter. Now, this made it so easy to fuel my nighttime snacking habit. Sometimes I ate the cookies not because I really wanted them, because, but because they were there, right? They were right in front of me. Now, if you can relate to that, then you understand the power of location. So location or environment is one of the most powerful triggers of bad or even mindless habits. So much so that chapter four of my book, Unbreakable, is largely devoted to helping you to tackle this very sneaky trigger. Now, people don't understand what their triggers are that cause them to overeat or to have bad habits. And this is where people get tripped up the most. Now, we talked about this back in episode 26, the truth about habits and willpower. But there are three key things you need to know about building habits that stick. Okay, so first of all, you need to understand the habit loop and how to make it work for you. Okay, so in the book Unbreakable, I talk about the habit loop. So once you understand what the loop is and how it works, you'll be able to break any habit or any bad habit that you want. So when conducting research for my book on how habits are created, I learned about something called the habit loop from the best-selling book, The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. In The Power of Habit, Duhigg, the author, he calls the habit-forming process the habit loop. Okay, and the habit loop consists of three things. So first of all, it's the trigger. Okay, so the trigger is the thing that triggers the habit. Like I talked about the remote control earlier, or plopping down on the couch, okay? So the trigger is the thing that triggers the habit. And it tells your brain it's time to go into automatic mode and which habit to use. Next is the routine. And that's exactly what it sounds like the routine is the behavior itself or the action that you take. And then there's the reward. So the reward is the benefit that you gain from the behavior. And it's also the thing that makes you want to keep repeating that habit. So you can also kind of think about this as your why, okay? It's the thing that motivates you to keep repeating that behavior, Now, most people obsess over breaking bad habits when your focus really should be on replacing bad habits. Okay, so we're going to get more into replacing habits later, um, but I'll also place a link in the show notes for my book Unbreakable, where you guys can learn more about how to tap into the power of habits to eat healthy more consistently and more easily. Okay. So nighttime snacking tip number two. So number one, quick recap. Number one is to understand your trigger. Okay. So number two is to have protein and a good quality fat at every meal. Okay. So good fats. Um, those are nuts, seeds, avocados, coconut oil, olive oil, or quality protein like chicken or fish, um, you know, tofu, grass-fed meat, tempeh, all those things. Right. So some combination of these, plus, of course, vegetables, right? We have to get in the veggies, okay? So some combination of these plus vegetables, that helps to balance out your blood sugar. So eat those foods throughout the day and especially at dinner so that your body has what it needs to leave you feeling satisfied throughout the night, okay? And that's also going to help to minimize that nighttime snacking, okay? All right. So nighttime snacking uh, tip number one was understanding your trigger. Nighttime snacking tip number two is to have protein and good quality fat at every meal. And nighttime snacking tip number three is to find your pause button and soothe that stress. Okay. And we have talked about this, you know, in great detail on the podcast about stress and the effects of stress on your body and definitely on your eating habits. But look, Stress makes you gain weight and it also makes you overeat. And relaxing, that's when you have those healthier habits. That's when your body is in that parasympathetic mode. And I believe I talked about this on the podcast before. If not, then maybe I need to do an episode on this, okay? But all of these things, like when you reduce your stress, that is going to help you to eat less. Okay, because there's a lot of people out there that are stress eaters, especially now during the pandemic. We are turning to foods more so than ever before to soothe our stress and to soothe our emotions. Okay, so I want to encourage you to learn to find your pause button and to de-stress. Okay. So I want to also encourage you to look at some of the recipes on my website that contain nutrients that will help to reduce stress. Okay. And there's quite a few of them. Um, I'll I'll link a few of them in the show notes for you. Okay. But you know, meditation, yoga, and exercise, these are some of my favorite ways to reduce stress, which helps to reset my hormones or reset the hormones, balance brain chemistry, stop your cravings and end nighttime snacking. Okay. And stress. And I talk about this quite a bit when I do speaking engagements. Um, You know, stress just causes so much havoc in your body. Um, It can lead to belly fat, it can lead to fluctuations in your blood sugar, um, and so much more, okay? And The World Health Organization has called stress the epidemic of the 21st century, and that was before the pandemic. So you can only imagine what it is right now. Okay, so you really owe it to yourself, especially if you find yourself turning to food during times of stress. You really do owe it to yourself to try to hit that pause button, you know, as often as you can build those times into your day to help you to relieve stress. Okay doesn't have to be like an hour-long activity. It can even just be stopping in the moment right where you are and just taking like four to five deep breaths. Even if you just do that and get into the practice of doing that, again, that's going to help you to hit that pause button, okay? Do you feel like your stress levels are constantly on the rise? You're not alone. Feeling stress is a perfectly normal feeling, but it can sometimes feel like you're taking on the world without the strength to get back up. In my free Foods That Soothe ebook, you'll discover some key vitamins, nutrients, and recipes that may help you to improve your mood as well as to reduce your stress. I know how it feels to be overwhelmed, so I wrote this resource with you in mind. No matter how stressed you are, there is always a way to find relief. This book doesn't take more than 10 minutes to read. You can even read it on your phone or on your tablet. You can also grab the free download over at TrudieEstone.com forward slash foods that soothe. So nighttime snacking tip number four is to prioritize sleep. Now look, if you don't sleep, you will be hungry, especially for carbs and sugar, okay? Why? Because when you deprive yourself of sleep, ghrelin, which is the hormone that drives hunger, goes up, and PYY, which is the hormone that makes you feel full, goes down. So if you want to lose weight, if you want to eat healthier, if you want to you know, stop eating everything in sight when you're tired or when you're stressed, you need to get more sleep. And I've talked about this on the podcast before that when you don't get enough sleep, there's studies that show us that when you don't get enough sleep, your ability to make decisions is actually impacted. Okay, and I'm not just talking about food decisions, definitely food decisions for sure. Okay, you're going to make the wrong decisions when you when you're sleep deprived. Right. But also just other decisions. Right. Decisions on the job. Okay, decisions at work. You're not going to be as effective if you're not getting enough sleep. Okay. So make sure that you're doing that. All right. So quick recap. So nighttime snacking tip number one is to understand your trigger. Nighttime snacking tip number two is to have protein and good quality fat of every meal. Nighttime snacking tip number three is to find that pause button and soothe that stress. Nighttime snacking tip number four is to prioritize sleep. Okay. So I'm well aware that life happens and sometimes the best laid plans fall through. So maybe it's late at night and you're hungry and you just need something. So a small nutrient rich snack under 200 calories is you know, generally fine at night. So some snacks even contain some compounds that may even help you to sleep better. So let's talk about some healthy nighttime snacks that you can have. All right. So number one is, and I think I got five here for you. Okay. So lots of nice, healthy snacks, right? That we can have at night. All right. So I never want people to feel deprived. All right. So I want you to try to, you know, minimize the nighttime snacking as much as possible. But if you find yourself, you know, stuck in a jam and you absolutely can't, I still want you to have options. Okay. So these are your options. So banana and almond butter, okay? Have a small banana, maybe even a half a banana, right? With about a tablespoon of unsweetened raw almond butter, okay? This tasty snack may even help you to sleep. One study in healthy men found a more than four-fold increase in melatonin blood levels within two hours of eating bananas, okay? Okay. Uh, And melatonin, that actually helps you to sleep, okay? So bananas are also quite rich in the nerve messenger serotonin, which your body converts to melatonin. So almonds and almond butter, they're also a great source of melatonin as well. Plus they're a really great source of vitamin E, healthy fats, and magnesium. So magnesium, that anti-stress nutrient, has also been linked to improved sleep since it may help to support the production of melatonin in your body. All right, so snack number 2 is berries. So when you need to satisfy that sweet tooth, berries are one of the best choices. Not only are they a great source of fiber, which helps to fill you up, berries contain magnesium. Okay, a, min- a mineral that helps to relax the nerves and the muscles in your body to help you to, you know, go to sleep. All right, so the next snack is a slice of whole grain toast with peanut butter. Sounds yummy, right? So some foods like peanut butter contain an amino acid called tryptophan. Okay, you might have heard of tryptophan before. A lot of people um, associate tryptophan with turkey, right? So when you eat turkey, you get sleepy. Okay, so peanut butter also has tryptophan. And that gets converted in your brain to melatonin to promote sleepiness. But carbohydrates like bread, for example, are needed to make tryptophan more available to your brain, which makes it a really good pre-sleep snack. But try to use a natural peanut butter that's free of added sugar if you can. All right. So the next snack is pistachios. So out of all the nuts, so out of all the nuts, pistachios don't really get a lot of love for some reason, but they're so delicious and there's so many things you can do with them. But out of all the nuts, pistachios actually boast the highest levels of sleep promoting melatonin. One ounce of shelled pistachios, which is about a handful, has 160 calories and about 6.5 milligrams of melatonin. Okay. So for comparison, the amount of melatonin typically recommended to help you to sleep is 0.5 to five milligrams. Now this is actually my nighttime snack. I really love pistachios. I also really like breaking them open for some reason. I have no idea. All right. So the last snack I have for you is air popped popcorn. Now I'm not talking about the microwave stuff either. Okay. I am talking about getting a pot Adding in some coconut oil or butter. I prefer coconut oil. It's healthier for you as well, okay? And making it on the stove. Guys, it is so much easier than you think. Stop buying the microwave popcorn. There's all sorts of like nasty things in there and substances that are just not good for you, your brain, or your health, okay? So much easier to make Air pop popcorn on the stove than you think. Now, popcorn is a great PM snack because you can pretty much have a lot of it without really breaking that calorie bank, okay? So three cups of Airpop popcorn have less than 100 calories and about four grams of fiber, okay? And fiber also helps to satisfy your hunger. So, you know, skip the butter if you can. Like I said, you know, try using coconut oil. Your waistline's going to thank you. And you can also add things like some dried spices, whatever your favorite dried spices are um, for some extra flavor and fewer calories. Another thing that I like adding to my popcorn is um, nutritional yeast. I think I've talked about nutritional yeast before um, on the podcast, but nutritional yeast is a a very popular vegan substitute for cheese. Okay, so it tastes a lot like cheese, actually, Um, and it actually tastes really, really great on popcorn. So give that a try. Right. So I hope you guys learned some amazing tips on how to end that nighttime snacking, as well as, you know, some snack ideas when you feel like you just can't say no to that nighttime snack. Right now, I want you guys to find me on Instagram and let me know which one of these tips or which one of these snacks you're going to try. And last week, I also asked you guys to, you know, please subscribe and leave a review for the podcast. So if you haven't done that yet, I want to highly encourage you to, you know, please do that. It would mean so much to me if you guys would just subscribe to the podcast and leave me a review. That is how I grow this podcast. That is how I do more episodes for you guys each and every week. So if you guys could do that, that would be greatly appreciated. You can just do that in iTunes. And thank you so much for tuning into this episode, and I'll catch you next time.